0: Welcome to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics, the production of America's Talking Network. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. Support Everyday Economics. Please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Friday, January 5th, 2024. And joining me as always is Dr. orfe Divangi, Ph.D. Economist. Dr. O, happy New Year. It's so great to be back with you. It's uh, great to be back in the studio. Happy New Year. We walk into some pretty significant economic data um literally just uh, released uh, you know this morning. And again, we're we're recorded this on January 5th, which is a Friday. Department of Labor is saying that we added 216,000 jobs in the month of December. That would be about a 40,000 job increase over uh the month of November and it's blowing people away. Uh n- very few people in, you know that that uh, the track uh or forecast thought that we would come in with a number that strong. What do you think's underlying and uh and what does it mean uh in the in the uh, in this moment?
1: Well, you know, again, we talked about this on the
0: podcast uh back in December. Uh we
1: said, look, the Fed came in and showed the world that it expected economic growth to slow and inflation to potentially even fall below 2%, below its target. And, and that that would imply uh, rate cuts, roughly three rate cuts in 2024. And the markets overreacted. The markets overreacted. We saw the markets pricing in six or eight cuts for 2024 at the end of the last year. Great holiday gift. For those waiting to buy a home because mortgage rates tumbled. Great holiday gift for those, uh, you know, looking out to take, looking to take on more debt because basically yields, short-term yields, long-term yields came down. Financial and credit conditions eased. Uh, it was really, really, really a lot of fun, but I warned at the end of last year that, uh, the easing of financial and credit conditions could essentially uh, kind of give consumers that little boost and potentially cause disinflation, the process of disinflation to slow down. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, we've been seeing this since November, right? In October, we had the surge in yields. And as soon as uh november came in yields came down e- easing financial and credit conditions november we saw economic activity increase in november and then now in december we see an, we see another uptake in economic activity in december uh we're going and go into january and i can promise you that everyone who was betting that the fed would be cutting in the first quarter of 2024 is likely going to be uh losing a lot of money on that bet Mm -hmm. Uh, i think you know the market's now the market's now reacting again and correcting from this uh from their their uh that enthusiasm that we saw at the end of last year and and now that you know it's coming back in line with what the fed had in mind you know going from pricing in six rate cuts to last time i checked pricing in four rate cuts and after today's jobs report. I think we're down to where we probably need to be where yields probably need to be uh with the market pricing in the three rate cuts and maybe even less now, because you know that process of disinflation s kind of slowing down and potentially even stalling in the first quarter
0: could mean yields uh would climb again let now so let's talk about yields real quick and i and i I think that you know one of the things that that you do exceptionally well is to make complex um, stuff understandable the 10-year Treasury uh, is is important because it's a it's a it's a it's a benchmark right um, that was up nine basis points uh, earlier this week I think it was on Wednesday and you know, was at uh, three point nine nine five or something like that. Yeah, knocking on the
1: knocking on the four percent door. By the way, it came down a lot from five percent in October, right? So, right, it surged in October, right? Came right. down quite a bit.
0: And the <clears throat> and the and the importance of that is, is you know, I mean, if you're going to make a like a, a like a bet with your money, if you have money to invest, <clears throat> and if you put it into a ten year treasury, you get a guaranteed return. So you're not putting it into the market. You're not dealing with the volatility of of stocks or or mutual funds, you're you're buying treasuries that are guaranteed to return you a a rate of X percent. In this case, 3.995. I
1: mean, that's right. The treasury, the 10-year treasury note is basically US debt. You are basically lending money to the US government. Uh, That's really what it is. And why is it so important? It's important because banks own that stuff and uh and it affects their balance the, the yield affects their balance sheets and and so we saw in march for example that uh, you had uh, a somewhat of a banking crisis because you know banks the value of the the value of the notes held by banks uh had tumbled uh as yields increased uh at the start of this year and so uh, and so banks were in some Somewhat a bit of trouble. And so people got worried about that and started taking their money out uh, of the banking system. But basically, look, to, just to make it really simple, treasury yields are a function of current inflation and economic growth, as well as expectations about future economic conditions. And I always say to people, I say, look, you know, if I were to lend you money uh, today, I would I would want a return on that uh investment that pays me above and maybe a little bit of, a little bit beyond uh the rate of inflation otherwise I'd be losing money right it's not a good and deal so, it's
0: not a good deal for me otherwise
1: of course and so and so inflation and 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 expected economic conditions is going to kind of determine is going to determine that what that yield is going to be for lending to the US government and that 10-year treasury yield also because it's because banks own that stuff it's also going to determine the kind of credit card interest rates you're going to get uh, mortgage rates tend to follow the 10 year as well and so it, it, you know the type of loans that you're going to get over that over that you know those long-term loans over that that uh, You know, 10 year, 20, 30 year horizon, right? So, uh, and so mortgage rates really follow the 10 year. And we saw that, of course, when the 10 year goes down, well, the 30 year fixed rate mortgage goes down. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, those yields really matter for the kind of lending consumers are going to get, right? And so, if you're wondering, okay, why should this matter to me? It matters because if you have a credit card or if you're looking to take out another credit card, if you have some debt, Right, and and let's let's give you another uh, scarier example. I guess you have a number of businesses that will need to refinance their debt in 2024, and that and if you're gonna have to refinance your debt in 2024, you're faced with much higher interest rates than you were uh, faced with only about a year and a half ago or two mm-hmm. years ago. And so that really matters. And if you can't refinance it, if you don't have enough cash on hand and you can't refinance your debt, well, how do you make payroll? And so that has huge implications for uh not just consumers, but businesses. And ultimately, those businesses hire and create the jobs that we need to keep going in America today. And so, of course, that 10-year treasury yield really, really matters for the economy and, and as economic growth prospects improve right we're seeing a strong labor market right uh we're seeing the potential for disinflation to kind of stall right and as all those prospects improve that actually pushes up the y- the, the yield on the 10 year and so uh and so i warned about this at the end of december uh, in december uh, last year after the fed uh, the last Fed meeting. Uh, and uh, and now, like, we're, we're we're seeing it. We're seeing it. We're, we're going to see, we're likely going to see mortgage rates tick back up a little bit. And people are going to be waiting for the next CPI report and the next PCE to figure out what is really going on on
0: the inflation front. Great to spend time with you today. For Yvonne Divangui, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other high-quality podcasts
2: at americastalking.com. Are you tired of news that puts politics over people? At the nonprofit Franklin News Foundation, we believe in putting people over politics by delivering nonpartisan news and audio content that serves you, the American taxpayer. With Franklin News Foundation, you can read fact based, state focused news for free at thecentersquare.com. You can listen to civil, balanced conversations between policy experts through our podcast network at americastalking.com. Or you can get in-depth news on K-12 education spending, curriculum, and school safety at chalkboardnews.com. It's all free through Franklin, where we put you, the American taxpayer, first in every story, episode, and conversation. And it's only possible through our supporters. Together, we can produce content that puts people over politics and brings Americans the news they deserve. Become a supporter today at franklinnews.org donate. Once again, that's franklinnews.org slash donate.